0: This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au.
1: I on, you to all the bicycle riders in. Bicycle rider, bicycle rider, bike ride. Bike rider. Bike rider, at the bike rider, bike ride i at the bike rider. Trust me, riding a bike is better. Bike ride down at the bike ride. Everybody should ride bicycles. And good morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio Programme on 3CR. And thank you to Democracy Now for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris and this is Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio. We're a show about cycling and related transport issues coming to you from Melbourne, Australia. And on today's show, I'm going to be talking to Zoe, a local resident from North Fitzroy, about a local campaign to do with sharing a rush or reserve, if you're familiar with North Fitzroy, you probably know this area, but if you're from parts elsewhere, maybe where you live, there's been this long running issue of connectivity, of maybe, why can't they just fix that cut through on a a path, or why can't we get something happening here? Like if you're in Sydney, you'd be really familiar with something like the uh, harvest bridge with the steps if you if you ride or if you walk and it's it's a it's an obstacle isn't it you probably got something near where you live where you think this has been going on for years well the national reserve has got a lot of history to it and zoe speaks about that in an interview i've got coming up next but something i really want to touch base upon was last week we had the federal budget to go off cycling matters for a little bit there's been a bit of a well actually a very big cut of 1.4 million per year funding that currently keeps community radio uh, radio stations broadcasting on digital in five capital cities, including 3CR, and community radio standing alongside public and commercial broadcasters at risk. So, to keep community in your in your radio, well, go to keepcommunityradio.org.au and look that up and sign the petition. I suppose that's a moot point for some people because we, you know, Malcolm went to the Governor General yesterday, and we've got a double dissolution, and the roots have been issued from what I believe. But we've got to keep the pressure up. You will not hear voices like mine, obviously, on commercial radio, and you won't hear the diversity of 3CR and Melbourne's commercial, or I should say, uh, community radio, anywhere else. And we've got to keep that on digital because it's such a vital resource, especially in an age where. Uh, Things can get lost in uh, the put bluntly the signal to noise ratio of are we actually listening to entertainment news or is it actually propaganda? But getting back to today's show, um, yeah, we was a really good free ranging interview I did with Zoe. And if uh, also, if you're aware of uh, North Fitzroy, it's such a, a vital area for people who want to either walk or go to you know, they've got kids who want to go to school or. Just getting out and enjoying that open space and, again, connectivity. It's a word I keep chucking up, but it's something that we're starting to really look at in terms of instead of doing these long fortuitous routes because, because things weren't planned properly or people didn't think of connections, we end up doing these strange squiggly sort of movements around our city. I mean, I think of a perfect one with some, you know, newer developments where, you know, you can, you can literally go for a couple of kilometres around in a circle to get to something that's probably as a crow flies less than 500 metres. So we're talking about sort of fine-grained things that you can, you know, you can work towards. And in this interview, I actually touch base upon uh, something that's going on just a little bit further up, Mary Creek, where a really good positive local campaign has been working to get a bridge across the Mary Creek and that's from Beavers Road in Northgate across to Kingfisher Gardens in series. and it's, it actually looks like it's going to go ahead. Uh, you can easily look that up. They've got a thing on Facebook or I think uh, Derebin Council might have something up with it up but... It's basically so you know parents don't feel the need to drive their kids to school, and kids can walk to school, and all those extra little things that um, happens when you get a fine-grained development, and you know instead of the the stock standard what we see, you know things that happen with you know mega developments is the way we push through um, movement in our cities. You know with the failed East West Link, which is still coming up with uh, in, the the uh, in discussion with the you know. Looming federal election or two months of boredom uh, coming up, and also with Connects, so which apparently is a magic bullet which is going to solve everything in Sydney. Well, if you know anything about the, how Sydney set out, I don't think so. Anyway, I'm going to go into a break, and I'll come back with the interview with Zoe about Rush or Reserve.
0: Oh, hi, my name's Sarah. I love coming here because they offer vegan food. Hi, my name is Paul. This is my first time at Friends of the Earth. I think it's really awesome and the food's great and really healthy and nutritious.
1: <laughs> Friends of the Earth Food Co-op, 312 Smith Street, Collingwood, a tuneful experience. A 3CR supporter. 3CR today to at user group radio. I'm speaking to Zoe and Zoe what made you think about making a Facebook group to, to do with Russia Reserve
0: and the issues that you know you've seen locally friends of mine Maud Veruja and a bunch of other friends we belong to a playgroup and we went to the reserve about a year ago for one of our playgroup meetups and there were people there collecting signatures for a petition some of the people who came to the playgroup just signed it without really finding out what was uh, happening. They said, oh, it sounded bad, we, so we just signed it. So afterwards we looked up the project. I didn't sign it, but <laughs> we looked up the project and we realised it was a great idea and um, maybe there was some misinformation happening. And then all these Save Russell Reserve signs appeared everywhere and we wanted council to know that there are people, local people who sort of support the project. And also to let people know what was really going on at the park, and it doesn't really need saving. And in many communities, they'd be begging for this kind of thing. So that's what kind of inspired us.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people who listen to our show would know about Russell Reserve, but for people who may not, do you want to give them a little bit of a quick overview of where this is located in Fitzroy North?
0: Yeah, it's quite close to Russell train station, but you wouldn't realise that because It's cut off from the train station by a fence. So when you get to Russell train station on the north side, there's a fence. And if you kept going along the top of the cliff, you would eventually drop down into a reserve, which is cut off by the train lines between the creek and the train line. And the only entrance at the minute is from Holden Street, which comes down from St. George's Road. You can um, walk through if you're happy to sort of go along the precarious top of the cliff and climb over a fence at the end but otherwise you can really only get in and out from Holden Street and it's quite near the, the Holden Street entrance is also near the Kundalat Bridge which was built which is, then connects up through Merry Parade and the Russell station end is the Merry Trail continues towards Clifton Hill and also across the creek into Westgarth.
1: Yeah so for people who are coming up the Merry Creek Trail from the city they would know that they'd go into this dog leg into, under a tra- train underpass.
0: That's right. And then it connects actually to the Capital City Trail there.
1: So there's the issue there, but it's also the connectivity of like simply for walkers and mums and anyone who wants to kind of like have a little bit more extra you know, connectivity, I keep using the word, to that path or getting to Holden Street or that area around the old colonist home. It's pretty convoluted at the moment.
0: That's right. So we've been talking to a fair few different people since we started this Facebook group, and a lot of people didn't really realise what was happening, how it would really help their life if the path was there. One friend in Clifton Hill said that her children went to kindergarten in Holden Street, which is so obviously uh, west of the park, and she lives east of the park, and she couldn't go along the creek with her pram between the two suburbs. And actually, Council are doing a great project already. City of Yarra are building the final link through up to Coulson Reserve. Yes. Under the other train line. And so there will be a ramp there. And so people will be able to come on bikes, wheelchairs, prams, any kind of wheeled devices from Clifton Hill all the way along now. And then if this project was built, they could then continue, keep continuing along rather than coming to another dead end. So that would be really great connection um, for people from the two suburbs. And Maud Feruja who I started the Facebook group with, Share Russell Reserve, Build the Path, um, she lives in Clifton Hill and I live in North Fitzroy. So we sort of see that personally as well. So mm. we'd have to walk around via the roads at the minute. We can't enjoy going through the park and enjoying the Merry Creek environment. So, yeah, and, and there's other people who might just want to get to the station, or there might be people that live very close. Like, we did go and meet the residents of Russell Park, which is the home run by the old colonists, and they said they'd seen the signs, and they thought something terrible was happening, like the whole park was being concreted or... But when they heard that a path was being built, that would enable them to access the park, they were really quite happy about it, and they came along on Saturday to the consultation. But at the moment they have to walk a very long way around. I I work down it's it's over five hundred metres when they only live thirty metres from the end of the park. So, you know, if some of them can't walk that well or but it's just blocked off by a fence, they're not going to climb over it.
1: Oh no way. <laughs>
0: so, so so and they also see that this project would take traffic away from the underpass, which they think is a real issue for elderly people. And then some people say that the underpass will still be used by bikes, and and that is probably true too. I mean, this path will take some bikes um, out of the underpass. There should be a reduction in bikes, and because a lot of people would see it as a much nicer and easier route to go through Russell Reserve, but at the moment there's just no option to do that. And really, there could be a campaign to fix the underpass as well. It's it's not we could do both projects <laughs> we don't have to just do one or the other
1: that's something the underpass at Oil Reserve has been mentioned quite a bit in the last 10 to 15 years and it's something where if you know plans were to kind of happen or whatever it have to be a state government issue because that is a lot of funding you're looking at a minimum budget of probably 3 to 4 million and there's a lot of uh, utilities and stuff that goes through that actual part of the you know the ballast where the train runs over there's a mm. lot of stuff runs through that like gas electricity whatever so it's not a very simple issue to just go oh let's build an underpass there's got to no. be a lot of geotech and a lot of planning done for that but the the bit, right. bit you're just talking about with you know um, people from other parts of you know suburbs can't get to each other it was very interesting because in the last couple of months i should say actually it's been going on a bit longer in brunswick a group of people have got together and they're want a bridge across the Mary Creek from Beavers Road in Northcote going across to Kingfisher Gardens in Ceres. And they've been working with Durban Council. And this looks like it's actually going to happen. Oh that's great news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they've done there's been a really fantastic, positive uh, local campaign up there to get this bridge happening because the local parents don't want to drive their kids to school. It's this really strange, security route they've got to take. And the, yeah. ki- the kids want to walk to school. So these things can be really big positives.
0: Yeah, that's what we think too. I mean, it's very similar here. You know, there would be people that would be going to Mary Primary School. They could go through the park um, and as well as Northcote High School, which, you know, this area is in the catchment, And the trail is part of the whole creek trail. So regardless of what happens with the underpass, you have the whole Mary Creek trail to think about as you know connecting up it's a really important link as well as being a local a local park and a local issue it's it's also a regional or broader strategic planning question so we have really been focusing on showing that you know it's local people can really be benefit and are really excited by the project some of us are <laughs> To be really excited by, you know, how, how this could really add to a vision for the park and the area and really make it a better place. So, you know, as I said before, some people in other places, such as they're describing where they're really campaigning for a bridge, you know, this is something that, that's the reverse. They have to campaign to get something great like this to happen. So it's kind of ironic. Are you a book reader and collector? Could any of your books find a new home? Why not donate unused books to the upcoming Big Red Book Fair? This year, the book fair is on Saturday the 25th of June at Trades Hall from 10 till 4. If you have books to donate, please contact the New International Bookshop today on 03 9662 3744. That's 03 9662 3744 Or go to our website, newinternationalbookshop.org.au. A 3CR supporter.
1: I'm just going to go into the second part of the interview I did with Zoe about Russian Reserve Plans.
0: Walk with me, Susie Lee, through the park and by the tree, we will rest upon the
1: ground and look at all the books we found. On uh, Saturday, just gone, there was a public consultation put on by City of Yarra at Rushall Reserve and they marked out the route of the um, trail. What did you take of that? What did you think of the plan?
0: Well, I think it's a great start. I think there could be a few refinements. The alignment, I think, is really good because it goes along beside the train line where already there's a train line encircling the path, So, I mean the park. But they are proposing a fence between the path and the park. And the reason for this is because there's a lot of the people that are opposing the project like to have their dogs off-leash. It was uh, declared an off-lead park last December officially, although it has been used for that for a long time. And and I just, because I'm actually a landscape architect and so I like to think about the design of things, and I, I'm just thinking about the design of the fence and I think it could be done in other ways. So I think there could be If part of it's decked, as they're proposing, where it's near trees, that could be like a, a balustrade on the side of the deck. In other parts, there could be sort of like an embankment rather than a fence because there's actually a slope that the path's on. Or there could be like tiered seating or rocks. And even if there is a fence, they could have a lot more planting and trees. And that was what I was talking about, a whole idea of a vision for the park, more than just the path, but actually thinking about how doing the path and then doing associated planting of trees and other plants could really make it an even better place. So and then the other thing is up on the top the top of the uh, embankment where it's quite close to the station it goes between um, a railway line and a cliff. They've done a really good job of aligning it so that only one tree um, which arborists have said had a poor structure. So that means that it's got some cracks and the trees leaning over to one side. One large tree and 11 small trees um, would be removed for the path. And there's a lot of other trees there that are all going to be kept, but it would be really nice if perhaps there was decking along through there as a softer sort of approach. Environmentally, that would be even better because it wouldn't have any runoff flows into the adjoining grasslands on the the cliff edge.
1: There was something brought up about there was going to be decking so on certain parts of that so that the drip line off the trees was protected so there was That's no right. encroachment into the um thing with yeah, you because know, eucalypts are very shallow root structures well some of yeah. them do
0: a lot of the deckings proposed in the lower part of the park the more open part but in fact that could possibly be reduced because there's not as many trees there at the moment that and the decking extends for a greater length than it kind of needs to in terms of just protecting the tree. So if you were just trying to balance the budget, you could use yeah. <laughs> some more decking up the top and some less less down the bottom, so to speak. It's more of a redistribution. And the other thing is there's they're proposing a 1.8 metre high fence next to the railway line, which I would like to see the councillors um, lobbying Vitrack to get a lower fence because it can happen. You know there's a shared trail on the upfield line through Brunswick And that just has railings between the path and the railway line. They're two sort of, two rails, you know, one's probably about a bit over a metre above the ground and the other one's about half a metre above the ground. And and it's not, you know, making it feel like a whole sort of high fence separating you, but it just means that anybody's not accidentally going to career onto the train track. So it already exists like that in other places. Yeah. So there's no reason to say why that couldn't happen here. You're listening to 3CR
1: Radio. Indeed you are listening to 3CR and this is Yarra with User Group Radio. I'm going to go into the third part of an interview I did with Zoe about rush reserve plans in North Fitzroy.
0: It's always more fun to share with everyone. But generally, we really support the design, the alignment and the idea of the lookout and inclusion of some steps. Um, Off the trail at the eastern end of the park, once you come past the cliff edge, you can go down via some steps if you're on foot. So you can then walk through the park itself rather than going around the shared trail, if you like. So that gives pedestrians another choice. And there could be some other... Some other things that I was talking about before with the vision, there could be a lot more done, you know, to improve the park ecologically as a whole. You know, the park itself is, is fine. It just could be almost more that could happen with, with a project or with a, maybe a long-term master plan for the park, you know, for making it a great place for the dog people, for nature play opportunities for children. I only say that because also from Bush Play Group, so we you know, looking for those kind of spaces mm. along the creek and then also to interpret the history of the space because maybe people don't realise but this location was where the Batman Treaty was actually signed. Yes. Which is really important site. We, we actually met with Uncle Colin Hunter from the Wurundjeri a few weeks ago and he said we were meeting him because he was doing a uh, smoking ceremony and Welcome to Country for our playgroup. And he said that they were talking to the city of Yarra about interpretation, a range of sites throughout council, including this one. So that would be great to see something like that happening in the park, you know, as well as the geomorphology, which is like the landform of the park. You know, it's a really interesting history. The park used to be an island. Yes, where they're proposing the path go, that used to be like a branch of the creek, so it's it could be some interpretation or sort of reintroduction of the swale, you know, with so it could be occasionally, you know, wet sections along the side of the path. It's already a little bit like that, but it could just be developed a little bit further to just give it that extra special kind of feeling. <laughs>
1: just like to say i appreciate like, having a, an overview of the park because i used to use it in the early to mid 90s quite a bit and i used to take my dog down there and at that time it was quite weedy and it wasn't quite what it is now and yeah that line we keep talking about where we want to bring the, the path around it's always been as a just, desire line is nothing can take that away even if they do put up reinforced mesh that people can't bend back like they used to do with the old cyclone wire fence that i remember from the mid 90s it's always long been a desire line and also Mm. bringing in that long history that used to be like i think the wheel and the wreckers site down there so it was pretty horrible going back i'd say 30 40 years ago the site was used as as a tip
0: yeah I believe that sounds right and I think local people have really been instrumental as they have in a lot of the sections of the creek in, in making it a much better place, bringing it as far as it's come, making it a place now that people want to come to and share so that's a real credit to people that have been involved with that to date you know bringing the park up to being a you know a special place that it is so I think that's really great. You know, there are still a lot of weeds. There's a lot of weedy kakuyu grass. And,
1: oh, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, they, and there could be more trees, you know, but these are these are sort of little things compared to turning it in from a tip. Or even, as we said, when I met Bruce McGregor from Friends of Mary Creek, he said, you know, 30 years ago they were campaigning to make sure it wasn't a freeway, not that it wasn't, you know, a bike path or a shared trail or a you know, park were not on the agenda at all. So, oh,
1: very very aware of that plan. There was supposed to be a Mary Creek freeway that came right, right down right. the guts of the corridor and that's opened right. up into Rushall at the top of Queen's Parade and Hoddle Street. It was truly horrific.
0: Yeah, in this whole northern inner northern suburbs wouldn't be the place they are today if they hadn't have done that. Hello, this is Dan Salton, and you're listening to 3CR Blackfellow Radio, Melbourne.
1: Indeed you are. This is 3CR, and we're listening to um, Yarra Boss User's Group Radio, and it's going to go into the final part of the interview I did with Zoe about Russell Russian reserve in North Fitzroy. I can tell that we are going to be friends. So where do you think we go from here with Russia or North, North Fitzroy? Where, where do you think you see the discussion moving to?
0: Well, I really hope that people who might be listening to this show would go online and have a look at the council's information and they can fill out the council survey there um, to support the project and also provide their feedback on the design. They've got a few different questions and then you can also provide your own comment. The other thing is there'll be a council meeting and they'll vote on the final decision about whether the path goes ahead. And if as many people as possible could come along and share their own story and reasons for why this would be really good for them, it would be fantastic to see that support for the path. And you could also let the local councillors know that you want the path and that that would be something that would you would welcome Russell reserve and then finally you could join our facebook group those are a few ideas so the <laughs> anyone of... wants to get involved so the name yeah. of
1: your group is share rush or reserve you just type that into facebook
0: that's right share Russell reserve build the path it's called and yeah just type that into facebook and it hopefully should come up
1: and we'll keep yeah and you'll keep that up to date with like when the next council meeting's happening and getting people along to do stuff at public question time
0: that's right. We'll will and we'll keep links going on there to what the city of Yarra are posting as well so people will be able to see what's happening. And and look, it's a lovely place to sort of meet online and, you know, get involved in some discussion about the project. Yeah. Learn more about it, you know, about the history of the site and all sorts of things that we're learning from different people. So it's it's a fun group. Come and be a part of it. <laughs>
1: So if you want to find out more about the or reserve, the draft design for possible path and survey, go to Yarra Conversation, that's all one word dot com dot au forward slash or Reserve Design and that's all together. So you can look that up and also we'll put all the details up on our podcast and our website at org forward slash radio. Thanks a lot, Chris. It's been absolutely marvellous speaking to you, Zoe. And, yeah, it, it sounds like a really positive thing that the community can work together on.
0: Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> it's always my fun to share with everyone. <laughs> it's always my fun to share with everyone.
1: Show now. Yes, and that was an interview, a lovely little interview we did with Zoe about Russia Reserve. And uh, what you can do to help out, remember the consultation is open to the 20th of May and I'll put all the details into the podcast so you can look that up a bit more. And uh, on the subject of uh, trees, parks and greenery, there's an open space uh, meeting coming up tomorrow night at St Ambrose Community Centre and that's at 287 Sydney Road, Brunswick and that's between um, 6.30 to 8pm tomorrow night. And basically, as they, you know, in Brunswick, you're getting these pressures happening with, you know, they're welcoming hundreds of residents to new apartments in Brunswick. And what can we do to create green and open space in our community? So there's going to be speakers from Communities for Nature, local residents, Alex English, open space planner from Moreland Council. So get along with that tomorrow night. And I've got to say thank you to uh, Audax Australia for sending in that. a complimentary copy of uh, Checkpoint, their magazine. So thank you for that. And also, uh, if you're sitting up late at the moment watching the Giro, Giro d'Italia, uh, good on you for starting your uh, Tour de France tapering training early because uh, that's when normally what happens in Uh, July of this year. Every July people sit up, even people have no interest in cycling whatsoever or professional cycling and watching the tour. So there's lots of people sitting up watching uh, the SBS coverage at the moment. And uh, if I knew a little bit more about last night's stage, I would talk about it, but I'm not because I haven't got it in front of me. But that's all we got time for this week. Um, Our podcast should be up later today. And don't forget to support Community Radio. I mentioned it earlier, In the show there's a petition out to keep digital uh, funding going and uh, don't forget to subscribe or donate and, yeah, keep us on air. So I'll see you in a fortnight and up next is Dirt Radio.
0: Friends, books and pens. I can tell that we are going to be friends. I can tell that we are going to be friends. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.